Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. I can't tell you how many people, once they've gone through, no matter what the worst is, when they realize that they can serve other people, and help them and break free from that. Not only do they get back at the people who hurt them, but it can actually be a prerequisite to have a purposeful and meaningful life. Not the only way, but it certainly can be a path, okay? So who here wants this purpose thing? Let me see if I show of hands. All right, a couple avoidance in the back, that's okay. No problem, we'll get you later, it's fine. All right, so what's gonna stop you? Me, what part of me? Every part, no. My amygdala, maybe. Your what? Your pathology? What? Patterns? What? Unconscious? Maybe. Let's get more specific. Hey, trauma! That's right. That's right. Okay. Now, here's the thing about trauma, guys. It is so misunderstood. It's so misunderstood. And when I saw the whole Dr. Ford hearing, regardless of what you believe, what I saw was mass misunderstanding of what traumatic memory is and how it works. So misunderstood. People think if it's trauma, only if you have an abuse or a bruise or physical damage, and that you speak up right away, you tell everybody about it, like, no, 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 that's not how this shit works at all, okay? So what is trauma? I'm curious. What do you think it is? And before you came here, maybe, what do you think it is? It's okay. Just yell it out. A big emotional event. Okay, what else? Shock. What else? Separation. What? Disconnection. What else? Hurt. Psychological what? Injury? Okay. Conflicts of desire. Okay, so now notice we all have a different definition. You notice that? Okay, so how are we talking about a thing we all think it's different? Let's define this shit, okay? Now, before we do, here's a few symptoms. These are a few. (laughs) Right now, you're thinking, I am so... (laughs) <laughs> right? Who here has at least one of these things? Let me see if I show hands. Who here knows someone that has some of these things? Right? Here's the truth, guys. Every human being has trauma. All of us. Okay? It's not like, okay, here's our traumatized population over here, and then here's all the other people. Right? Unless you want to put all the other people as nobody in that category and everybody in this category. It's all about a spectrum, though. What level do you have? And in the brain, pain is pain is pain. So please don't go to the place of, if you hear someone's trauma story, and it's like, oh my goodness, that's intense. I don't have trauma like that. I don't have trauma. Don't, first of all, don't minimize what you went through. And also, please don't compete on who has the biggest trauma. You don't want that. You don't want that, okay? If someone has a significant trauma history or trauma story, you want to go, wow, that's incredible that they're here amazing, but it does not diminish what you went through too. Who follows? I'm a six foot five white guy with a lot of privilege. Do you think I have trauma? Do you think that there are people who are not like me who have trauma? Which one's more valid? The experience is equally valid. 
And the truth is there are people who are more marginalized that more, need more attention today. So I'm not saying all lives matter in the same context because here's the thing. Here's why all lives matter is extremely racist and marginalizing, okay? It's like if you have a 911 call, my house is burning down. And the 911 operator says, okay, thank you for telling me, but all houses matter. So we're, we're, you're about five miles away. We have to send to every house first in between before we get to you. There are some people who are experiencing more immediate threat and danger right now. So when you say all lives matter, that is super marginalizing and racist. It's not okay. Is it true that everyone is equal? Yeah, that's in our constitution. We all believe that. But right now, different people need different... You don't walk into an emergency room with finding the doctors treating the well people. Right? If someone's having myofarctal and cart... Whatever the hell that's called. Myo... <laughs> myo... Heart attack. Okay? and someone else has a little cut with needs a Band-Aid, who are they going to go to first? No, the Band-Aid, because all lives matter. No, you go to the person who's having the most pain in that moment, but it doesn't diminish someone else's history. Who follows? So it's a weird paradox, okay? Everyone's equal, but some people need attending to right now. So don't minimize what you've been through because of your skin color or because of your experience, and don't think that I think that anyone's is more significant. However, if someone's in significant pain right now, they need more attention right now. Who follows? Okay? Important. Okay, so let's define this thing. We'll start all the way back in ancient Greece. It was a wound. But that's vague. What kind of wound? Is it like a bloody gash? Right? So let's update it, okay? Clinically, the APA, here's what they say, an emotional response to a terrible event. I guess. <laughs> That's okay, I guess. I think we can probably do better than that. Webster's has actually a better definition, but still not good enough. A disturbed psychic or behavioral state resulting from severe mental or emotional distress or physical injury. That's a little, maybe a little bit more in the right direction, but still not quite good enough. All right, let's go to the DSM-5. Anyone not know what the DSM is? Anyone not know? Okay. It is a fiction piece. No, I'm just kidding. 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 No. no. It is a manual where all the mental health diagnoses come from, published by the American Psychiatric Association, that has symptom clusters into specific diagnosis categories that mental health and healthcare professionals use uh, to categorize a diagnosis to bill for insurance. <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> but... I respect it as a piece of the data that's needed, but there's so much missing from it, okay? I'm not anti-DSM, but it's like if you have a buffet, the DSM is like the, the, the green beans. There's so much more than you need to put on your plate besides green beans, okay? However, the DSM-5 defines it, if you look at under the PTSD diagnosis, actual or threatened death, serious injury, or sexual violence. All right. That sounds intense, Mastin. Right? I think we need an integrative and holistic definition. I think we need a better definition. Because everyone's confused. You guys are a little confused about what trauma is? Like, I know I need trauma, something, informed thing, but what is this shit? Who's really confused if we're honest? Still, only half the room? The really confused people aren't raising their hands, I guess. <laughs> it's easy to be confused because the space is confused. Okay? If you go to the Psychi American Psychiatric Association, they're going to give you a different definition than... Some of the leading researchers, if you go back to Freud, it's going to be different. If you go back to Greek words, it's going to be different, okay? Now, SAMHSA has a pretty awesome definition. An event, series of events, or set of circumstances that is experienced by an individual 
as physically or emotionally harmful or life-threatening, and that has lasting adverse effects on the individual's functioning of mental, physical, social, emotional, or spiritual well-being. That's a little better. Who thinks that's better? Who can see themselves more in this one than the other ones, right? Okay. But let's, where did it come from, this idea of trauma? Who, who was the first to really bring it up in the field? Anyone know? Shock, trauma, anybody? No mental health people? Okay, I'll tell you. Freud, okay? So he had a couple different definitions, but here's an important one. Any excitations from the outside, which are powerful enough to break through the protective shield of the psyche. Hmm. Okay. Little, that one's a little harder to conceptualize, though, I think. You're like, well, what's the protective shield? What's breaking through? I don't understand. Maybe. Okay. Now, we go over to attachment theory and John Bowlby, who I love. He has a pretty awesome definition, too. Any event that seriously threatens the attachment relationship. But what if it doesn't threaten your relationship with your mom? That's confusing. I'm, is it confusing? I think so. Okay, let's go to cutting-edge neuroscience. Let's see what they say. All right, Dr. Bruce Perry. An experience or pattern of experiences that impairs the proper functioning of the person's stress response system, making it more reactive or sensitive. Oh, who likes that one? Me too. It's way clearer, especially for people who understand what those words are. <laughs> what it means is something that makes you not function the way you used to. That's what it means, okay? Now let's go super cutting edge. Who wants to go super cutting edge? Anybody? All right, Dr. Stephen Porges, author of the polyvagal theory. Trauma is a chronic disruption of connectedness. That is extremely cutting edge. So simple, too. Isn't it simple? I like that one. He's cool. He's like modern-day Yoda, if you know his work. All right? Also, super... Can we go even... You know, maybe, even maybe equally cutting edge. Who wants to go even equally cutting edge? Yes? Okay. Bessel. What does Bessel say? An illness of not being alive in the present moment. Ooh, Bessel coming in. Making it... I know that one, Mastin. Who's, who's like, yeah, I'm not in the present moment a lot. Let me see if I show hands. Now we're understanding. Maybe Eckhart was onto something. One more equally cutting edge. Dr. Yerba Mate. I mean, Gabor Mate. <laughs> I couldn't wait for that one. Trauma is what happens inside of you as a result of traumatic events. It's a loss of connection to oneself in the present moment. I love that. I love that one too. And the truth is, guys, there are many faces of trauma, many different types, okay? So there's tons, and this isn't even all of them. This is just the big ones. Developmental, attachment, intimate partner trauma, acute trauma, interpersonal trauma, chronic trauma, physical trauma, religious trauma, survival trauma, early childhood trauma, terrorism, bullying, sexual assault trauma, violence trauma, grief trauma, disaster trauma, identity trauma, medical trauma, abuse trauma, and many more. So many types Okay, and what you have to understand is what happens to us changes our biology. What happens to us changes our biology, and depending on when it happened to us and who did it to us and what happened after it, it's all going to be different. But the result is non-optimal functioning. Who follows? 
So if someone says, easy for me to do it, you can do it too. Okay, well, did you grow up in the same environment? Do you have the same epigenetic expressions? Do you have the same financial capabilities and privilege or not? Right? Everyone has a trauma history. We have to understand what happened. So it's not what's wrong with somebody. What's the pathology? No. What happened and when? Because depending on what happened and when, it's going to be very different. If you have a relatively secure life for the first 10, 15, 20 years of your life, and you experience a significant trauma, you are far more resilient than someone who had that from birth. Who follows? Does this make sense? Okay. So what is trauma? What is it? We're close. What? It is ubiquitous. So I created a definition, and we can roll with it for this event. You can reject it or not. Okay. But this is the definition I came up with. Trauma is any experience of threat, disconnection, isolation, or immobilization that results in a physical or emotional injury that dysregulates the optimal functioning of one's body, emotion, brain, spirit, or health. Nice and Kip, NMD, which is not medical doctor. (laughs) 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 Who here feels like that applies to you in one way or another? Let me see if I show hands. It's not just about the normal function of something. It's the optimal function. Our bodies are designed to be optimized. And if your body and what's happening in here isn't optimized, your emotions aren't optimized, your brain isn't optimized, your spirit isn't optimized, your health isn't optimized, there's some type of trauma there. Okay? Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.